on the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute that millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bogeyman Golf Podcast, brought to you by Sports Direct. Proud premium partners at this year's KPMG Women's Irish Open. Shop in-store or online at sportsdirect.com. Golf starts here. I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by L.E.T. winner Annabelle Dimmock. I caught up with Annabelle a couple of weeks ago at the Jabra Ladies Open. She actually won the Jabra Ladies Open in 2019. So this is a venue that she knows very well. She likes a lot. We had a good conversation about how how she's been for the last two seasons, the 2022-2023 season, how, how the golf has been, as, as well as some of the things that she's been going through off the golf course as well. Annabelle's a great laugh and it was really good to catch up with her, see how she's been getting on with a couple of her struggles off the golf course, but also how, how well she's doing at the moment. She was saying that she's got a new boyfriend and she's and she's telling me how happy she is now off the golf course as well as, as being an athlete on the golf course. So we spoke about her ambitions for this season, what she wants to, to try and achieve on the golf course, and naturally we looked back at the 2022 KPMG Women's Irish Open. Annabelle is going to be in the field again this year for the KPMG Women's Irish Open, and she spoke to me about how tough that, that loss was last year. So Annabelle was in, in contention all the way through to the final round of the final few holes of the Sunday round and she just missed out by about two one or two strokes on the playoff itself she told me that because of her Irish heritage her, her mother's Irish that this is a tournament that she really really wants to win so guys I would not be surprised if we see a big performance from Annabelle again this year at the KPMG Women's Irish Open at Drummond but listen we're going to get straight into it here's my conversation with Annabelle Dimmock. Now guys I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by 2019 winner of the Jabra Ladies Open European Tour Professional, Annabelle Dimmock. Annabelle, how are you? Thanks for having me. My God, it seems a long time ago, 2019. Now, do you know what? The LET just posted a picture of it. I thought I looked at it. I thought, saw that, yeah. Oh my gosh, I look like a baby, don't I? It's mad. Four years ago, to be Four fair. years ago. It was a long time. We were all we all looked a lot younger then. To be honest with you, technically it's only two though, because two years of COVID didn't count, did it? Okay. So okay, it's actually exactly. only two years ago when yeah, you think I, about I wish, it. I wish that was the case. I, would, I wouldn't be 30, so I'd be 20, <laughs> right. 28. I'd You're still that. in your 20s, don't yeah, worry. Very don't worry. Good. <laughs> How are you? How's this week been for you? Yeah, good. It's the first time I've come out this season and I'm actually hitting it good on the range, which Very is good. nice. Um, the first couple of events, I don't know where my swing was. It just, I obviously did some changes and stuff of my swing mm. Christmas time, but okay. they just hadn't really knitted. I hadn't really 100% got them. That's the thing in your head. When you go out and play and you don't quite understand why or what exactly you're doing. It's so hard to play with it on the course, but I understand it now. And the seven weeks breaks have actually done me well because I've good. gone home and sort of given me a bit of a kick up the bum, to be honest yeah. with you. So not, that's good. Not, not knowing what your swing is doing is describing every amateur oh, golfer in I the know. world. Oh, it's a nightmare. I don't know why any of you play. It's horrible, I step up on the tee and never know what I'm doing. No, so. I know, but that is why we love the game, hey? So how has the season been? Um, I guess before we get into that, what were the changes that you were working on from December onwards? Basically, I was just getting too much shaft lean okay. through the ball. I was kind of sort of pushing it towards my target instead of coming down. I'm trying to get back to my impact positions. It was like a bang and then it, I go. Okay. So it kind of, <clears throat> in short term, it kind of messed with my rhythm a sure. bit um, because it was a little bit chasey. Um, sort of guided towards my target so we've got me in a good position at the top I tried to short my backswing down slightly because I find like in my seasons before I'd have good weeks 
and then my swing would go off a bit. But so we tried to shorten down my backswing, so less sort of wrist hinge, less to go wrong basically. And then just trying to return back to almost my setup position where the shaft was getting very in front of me. Okay. Um, which then when you push that away from you, it makes your body go under. So I was getting stuck underneath a lot of my drive. So we sorted that out, but we were doing... Uh, so were you missing it off, kind of pushing them out to the right then? That was the miss. Yeah, but then say if I'm trying to save it, then it's left. Handsy, yeah. So then you, that's it, exactly. You get you go underneath and get handsy, which is a very, very common thing to get stuck yeah. under the shot. Um, if you figured that out, let me know how you do yeah, it. No, I know, Thanks. I know. I I'm, hopefully we'll see how this week goes. <laughs> if it's a top 10, you can come to me and I can start telling you how I know this and that. But... I mean, the next week, I'm sure I'll be clueless again. But, um, but yeah, just been working on my swing. And, you know, it's nice here, isn't it? It's an yeah. unbelievable golf course, really. So let's chat through the first four events. So uh, four events, yep. four cuts made. Yeah. I'd say you'd probably admit kind of average enough results. At the end yourself. of the day, I'm not out here to make cuts. Yeah. Um, Making a cut, you know, I'd rather miss a cut. Really? And yeah, I'd well... <laughs> I'd rather well, miss a cut well. and have a, a very good week than because I feel you learn more when you miss a cut and then you've got a good week. How, especially how the points work on the LET, it's very. If you're just making cuts, there's no points. Sure. Not yeah. much money, really. You're still not really coming out with much profit that week, which is tough. Hmm. Um, especially when you're paying your caddy fees, you're paying this, you're paying that. It's a lot. And obviously, since COVID, flights have gone, everything's. I swear everything's 10 it's times more, more expensive. expensive. Yeah, what is really going is. on? What is going on, honestly? But not bad start, really. Not an awful, awful start, but definitely not what I wanted. You know, it's Solheim year this year and I did want to come out of the blocks really fast sure. and put myself on the map as someone, you know, okay. that could be getting a captain's pick on form and things like that. But you never know. You never know. And I'm not going to rule myself completely out because that would be really upsetting for me. But There's still lots of time between now There and is so. time, but I need to play very, very well. But, you know, I feel I feel good. I feel like I'm good enough to do that. I just need to get on the course and and do what I can do in practice, you know? Yeah. But when I'm playing at home, I'm always I'm always playing well and this and that because I'm relaxed. For me, it's more of a mental thing with my swing, like trusting myself. Um, I've run into good form now and again on tour, but I haven't really had a spell where I've had a season where I've you know been in good form, sure. and that's tough. You know, I'm one of them players. I feel like everyone says, "Oh, you know, good talent, good talent," but that's tough to hear when you're not when, when you're, you're not performing. performing. It's actually sure. more frustrating, and it's more of it can be. It depends how you channel it, you know. Walking into a tournament, I do always feel like there's a lot of pressure because I feel like I've never reached my potential. I'm 26 now. So, you know. All right, you're not, you're not really getting no, over no, the hill no, or anything. No, 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 with you 26, next week here, I'm like, not going to be saying Jesus. anything else. But I tell you what, some of the rookies coming on tour, they're young. Mm, they are really they are young. They are very young. So, and it's not, you know, I want to get on the LPGA, but I to get on the LPGA, I need to sort of, do very well on the LET first. I know I've won before and stuff like that, but you need to get a couple of wins under your belt. And there's sure. good chances this year. There's a lot of events, so we can get on a roll yeah. for the first time. And, you know, last year was good as well. But when I first came on tour, there wasn't enough events really to start getting on a roll and, and stuff sure. like that. So fingers crossed now for this, you know, this next bit of the season. It feels like it's the start of the season again because we've yeah. had such a long layover. But yeah. So how are you taking that? So you're talking about kind of like the pressure of... Mm 
like performance. How are you taking what? Well, there we again? go. Someone's yeah. dropped the knife and forks. <laughs> <laughs> How are you taking that pressure? You're talking about the pressure of performance. How are you taking that into this week? How are you channeling that? You said it's all kind of down to how you channel it. So, how are you? It's got that into to the point week? where it's I'm going out there and I'm playing for me. Sure. When I first came on tour, it was wow. You know, I want to make my dad proud. I want to. I want to prove yeah. this person wrong or this person right. And, you know, everyone around me saying I'm good or people were saying this or that. But I'm going out there and I'm doing it for me now. Okay. Instead of, and I'm, I'm trying not to care about anything else, you know, especially in the world we live in now. You've got social media. God, it's like... A lot of opinions. like this, isn't it? But you yeah. just need to narrow it down. And it's, at the end of the day, no one really cares anyway. Yeah. If you have a good week or a bad week, yeah, you get a, a bit of a fuss, but... It dies down if you have a bad week. Yeah, people look and think, oh, God, what happened there? But no one really cares. And that's kind of what I've learned <laughs> as I've got older. Everyone's very sad. And they should be. It's their life, you know? So that's kind of, I'm not, I try not to really think about all these other opinions and other voices and thinking, oh, I should be doing this or doing that. I'm just getting out there and just trying to hit good shots for me, trying to put good swings on it that I've worked hard doing. So there's no point in putting all the hours in. Yeah. You can't stand on the course and, and do the same swing that you're doing on a practice round. There is no point. Yeah. So this is a course you know very well. Obviously, yeah. you won here in 2019. We've just played two practice rounds now yeah. the last few days. Do you draw on memories of that? Because again... The, the following tournament, you lost out just P to Pia Vapnik in a playoff. Mm. So you, you've performed well here. Performed yeah, very I have. Well here. Do you draw it's strange. I don't understand why. What about this course does that? But the only thing I can think of is the fact that I was drawing on the good shots. And I was coming here and it was a tournament that I was feeling comfortable at. And mm. I was I was playing how I can play here. Okay. Um, I will be drawing on on good shots for sure. Uh, you know, it was a long time ago, but I remember when I lost in the playoff, I was definitely, definitely drawing on good shots that year because it was the year after, yeah. you know, um, so they were very fresh. Whereas now, hopefully, I'll be creating new good shots to remember. But it's more, instead of the individual shots, it's more the feeling that I had when I was here. You know, I was, when you think about it, it's 130 players. You are the one, the best one that week. It's quite cool. Do you know good. what I mean? It's a great experience. Fashion, obviously, everyone's good players. And you you beat them all. It's quite nice. So, so <laughs> when you think about it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's funny, really. But shame you can't do it more often. Well, I mean, like there's no time like like this the week, present. No, know? exactly, exactly. The course is playing slightly different, but I know this course very, very well. You know, the greens are very slopey. But do you know what? Why I do think I did quite well here is is very similar to like the West course at Wentworth mm -hmm. where say there's pins you can instead of going and taking all the risk you can actually use the slopes around it and I'm quite good at working a ball each or definitely a draw I can definitely work a draw good and I can spin it left and I can spin it right okay so say if you're hitting into a slope instead of having to go at the pin if you know that you can spin a ball left yeah it helps a lot green, yeah for sure because if it's landing on the green, it's doing the right thing. If it's landing in the rough, it's not spinning. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so has that been something that you've been working on for the last two days? Like, it's some greens are some. They're huge. Firstly, some of them. They're, some of them are. At, we're looking at. Yeah, the ones that you don't need to be huge are huge, yeah. and the ones that you know want you want to be huge, they look like a fingernail. But um, the par threes are tough here. They're long. They are long, but like visually as well, they're yeah. tough from the tees. Um, so you just need to mentally get around that and just stand there and just hit your shot that you're trying to hit, you know, discuss it with your caddy and just stand there and just 
hit it where you're trying to hit it and not think about all the rubbish around it. Yeah. Um, that's the key is taking advantage of the par fives here and then not getting mentally disturbed by, you know, the visuals on the par threes. So let's look back towards, if we could, the Women's Irish Open yeah. last year. We're going to kind of jump all over the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, you got off to a very, very good start. You were leading off mm. like with, with two eagles or something like that in, in the yeah, opening like round. That. It was the weirdest first round because I remember my first shot. I hit so far right in the water. Like it didn't even just go in the water. Like <laughs> it was in, If I don't know if people know that course. I don't know if it was a tenth or the first. Tenth. If, you, if there's the water, there's tenth. Yeah, well, you know that water on the right? Yeah. I didn't just hit it in the water. Like I had to reload from the tee. It went... Super. I don't know what happened. But then I think, do you know what really happened there is it kind of relaxed me? Sure. I was like, oh, like, screw it. Do you know what I mean? I'll just play now. And then I got to the third hole and I hold out from the fairway. And I was like, okay, like, this could be, a, like, do you know what I mean? This could be one of them weird rounds that... And then I actually played really, really well from then on in. And... Oh, that was gutting. I would have loved to get in that playoff in Ireland, especially in front of them fans. They yeah. were great to me that week. I, we'll get to that for, yeah. sure, for sure. But um, you had your dad in the back. Yeah. And I remember you did a post-round interview and you were chatting about how lovely it is to have him yeah. in the bag. Is he, is he with you often? Because he's a big Not part really. of how He is. And my dad is literally like my best friend. Um, but he works. Like would, that would get in the he way. He works, yeah, and I don't think my mum would be very happy if he'd give up his job and he'd come <laughs> and I'm sure he would be very happy to do that. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. You know, when I'm at home weekends, there's always a message on Friday, practicing this weekend. Yep, Dad, you're coming down. We'll meet here. Do you know what I mean? He loves it. Even if he's just standing there picking my balls up, firing them down the range, like he just, he loves trying to help me, you know, and he has done since I was bloody eight years old. Well, the whole of my life, not just yeah. about golf, is it? But, um, I would love my dad to be with me every week. He's he's not a caddy. He's just, uh, <laughs> bless him, he's just there a little plodder along. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes when I get in situations, not often, but I will need an actual second opinion. You know, my dad can't even see the ball. He he only knows it's a good shot from my reaction, but he's obviously learned over the years what sort of reaction, whether I like it, whether he comes up quick or not. Sure. Um, and normally from my swing, he can tell which way it's going. Okay. You know, if I get stuck underneath it, he thinks, oh, it's obviously not good. Um, so he knows all about my swing faults and, you know, what my tendencies are. So he, he knows my game extremely, extremely well. So when I'm struggling, it's great to have him out there just as just support. But I would love to have him with me every week. Yeah. Just, you know, he's so calm, my dad. is it, My mum and dad are bipolar. My mum is nuts. And I think I'm somewhere <laughs> in the middle. My dad is very, very calm. Um, but yeah, that was great memories in Ireland when he was on the bag. He loved yeah. that week as well. I'm actually going to get my mum. My mum's Irish, isn't she? So I'm going to get her to come out this year and she'll love talking to all the fans. And, you know, It'll be a, a proper family oh, affair this year. God, Is your dad yeah. coming to the back It'll again? be a family affair. I think dad will probably... I might take, have to be. He's going to have to be. He's going to have to be there in general. Mm. Um, but I do have a full-time caddy now, which I didn't then. But he will 100% be there. Sure. Bless him. But, yeah. So, so talking to that a week... First round was, su was super yeah. really good. Second round, I I followed you for for a few holes in that round. I think I struggled that round. It looked it's it felt like it was like a stop start type of round where I think I couldn't get anything just didn't going. Go your way. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't get anything going. It's a weird weird. You have rounds like that in a tournament, but what I did is I obviously held it together quite well. Yeah, I think I did. got up and down a couple of times, and it was just one of them rounds I couldn't get anything going. 
but that's when you need to ride them rounds out. You know, it's a four-day tournament. I was going to say, what everyone's going to have that. When you have, when you follow up around where you're, you're okay, you go into the water off the tee. Yeah, yeah. Would you have such a such a positive round? What do you do when after the second round when you follow it up to? you know get yourself back so it was funny i probably i probably played better the second round but it was just one of them rounds where i couldn't get anything going but yeah. i don't mind having them rounds where it was a bit of a grind and you get a score out because yeah. you can come back correct the things and you know if you scored okay and you hung yourself in there and normally in a four-day tournament you're always going to have one round where it's not going your way and it's yeah. not easy because that's just golf so i think what it was is i had one of them rounds and i didn't knock myself out of it and that's why i probably had a good week yeah whereas normally in other weeks i have a round like that and it's i just don't get anything out of it we call it stop start i think you shot maybe even or one yeah over. exactly like, it's yeah. not like it was no but that's what i'm saying but round, i probably yeah. didn't play that well but if you can get a couple of up and downs do you know what i mean that saves you a couple of shots yeah. and things like that whereas my short game I've worked on it hard the last seven weeks, but it's never my strong point. So mm. if I wasn't hitting it 100% on the course, normally that would be my bad round because I never had a short game then to back it up. Well, I hadn't in the last last season, I didn't. But I worked hard on that, just to let you all know. All right. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll get, see. We'll, yeah. we'll get on to that. No pressure well. now. <laughs> yeah. um, you spoke about how, how good the fans were at that yeah. event and, and, and honestly how tough it, it looked you to you not make that playoff oh, like i couldn't believe it yeah i could not believe it and the worst thing was is one of my um a close family friend a guy uh, sam torrance he he's Bit of a name drop. yeah right. sorry i'll pick that one up later um he messaged me and said a lot of the girls i can't remember if i missed it on the left i think or the right he said everyone missed that part it was a weird when i hit it on 18 when I hit it on 18, I remember I said to myself, all you need to do is keep your head down. All you need to do, I was putting well. Mm. I felt good holding out. There was nothing wrong with the stroke. It was just a misread. But that is, I don't know where, if I had a caddy. To be honest with you, I can't say that because I read and putted great that week. That's yeah. stupid of me saying that. But, oh, it's just one of them things, isn't it? Yeah. Got to. Could you imagine if I won in Ireland? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't have come home for a night out for about two weeks. <laughs> you would have <laughs> oh, been like dear. Shane Lowry. Yeah, been 100%. Doing 100%. A tour of the country. I would have been doing a tour of Ireland. I would have been doing a tour of England, Scotland, Wales, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a great, it would have been a, a brilliant oh, win. Oh, wouldn't it? It was it was a great event. So we, I imagine we're going to see you back there now this year. Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to going back this year. Looking forward. It was a great event, wasn't it? Mm, it was really good. Fans were super. It was unbelievable. The amount of people that came out was amazing. And yeah. I thought, wow, that's what actually lifts me at a tournament. It's funny. I always do better at tournaments like that because when the fans are, I don't know, you just want to, you want to give them something to watch and yeah. something to clap about and cheer about and I think that's what spurred me on that week and the Irish fans were so lovely to me I don't know why but oh my god I love them and I feel like that did help me that week you know I opened up a bit about mental health and I was coming back then I was still struggling I was in the clear then but I was still you know I just come out of being not very mentally well and things like that and I just feel like the fans really lifted me that week and it really it really actually helped because from there yeah always find as well when you speak about something you out yourself about something it's quite powerful well yeah you were very vulnerable in, that's in that post round interview that's that what you I did. mean if you're I do find when you're vulnerable you get stronger from it after it's very very odd and from that Irish Open that gave me I was gutted on the plane home trust me me and my dad oh I think my dad was close to tears to be honest with you but I was gutted but it was it was a week that really lifted me sure 
really lifted me with the fans and everyone, you know. Because up until about a month or so before that, so you were talking yeah. about obviously you'd you'd had your struggles. Yeah. That had kind of manifested on course with some of the results. You'd missed a good few cuts, so yeah, form, I was form was slow. Missing cuts by miles. But golf clarity wasn't the priority it, at that point. Yeah, and and do you know what? Golf wasn't the problem. And my golf wasn't bad. It was yeah. just I was just. I don't know what it's hard to explain. It's hard to put your finger on it now. And I talk about it now very openly. Openly, yeah. because I can now. Do you know what I mean? But at the time, I didn't even understand it all myself. But you know, when people come, I want people to be able to come and speak to me about it because obviously, once you get through that, is you could help. If I could help anyone, I'd love to do that because at that point, I had a lot of people helping me, and I'm forever thankful for that. So how are you now? What's the... yeah? Good. Life's good. Yeah, I've got a new boyfriend. Very He's good. lovely. <laughs> He's just got into golf. Actually, it's funny. I remember the first time I went out with him. He was saying, "Oh, you know, I was talking about golf, this and that. Oh, I could never play golf. I hate that game. I'm <laughs> like, it's not even a sport. I swear to God, it's." He is so addicted to it. He's gone and given himself tennis elbow already from it. Already, wow, already, already. Honestly, it's ridiculous. It's winding me up to be honest with you because. I'm like, where are you? Do you know what I mean? Time's of the essence when I'm at home. I want to spend time with him. And he's down the yeah. driving range. I think this is liberties, <laughs> this. Wish I wish I never told him about golf. But it would get you, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it could be like my wife who just wants nothing to do with golf. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, so. I, uh, I'm i starting to think I wish for that now. At the, <laughs> the, when it's the other way around you, yeah. I thought, oh, I wish he was into it a bit so I could actually have a conversation. Now, I can't get away from it. All he wants to do is he's asking me questions about this Questions about that. Oh, Has he got a handicap or anything? Yet? Not yet. Not he yet. is trying though. He told me last night that he's downloaded the England golf app, is oh, it? very good, right? Because oh, he's asking me, how do I get a handicap? I'm like, I don't know. It's been out of the loop for a long yeah, time. You haven't had a handicap for like 12 years. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> it's weird. Handicap. But I think he's downloaded the England app and he seems to be... He's entered his first tournament in June. Wow. So, my goodness. I swear to God, if you ask me to carry in that... Oh, you should. Uh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because he'd be expecting me to get Could you imagine, though? <laughs> rocking up. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, but no pressure. Do you know what I mean? I'm rocking up with Jokadi. I don't know if I do that. I don't know if he's ready. I need to come out when I know he's he's not going to go yeah. and have a proper chop. It's also, again, no offence to your boyfriend, <laughs> but yeah, it's very different caddying for someone who can consistently hit a golf so ball. He's, so he's, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, how can you really caddy for someone if they're topping it? Do you know what I mean, what you got to do? We'll try and hit the bottom yeah. of the ball on this one. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? You got one fifty-five in, pin stuck, <laughs> yeah. seven yards yeah. off the left, tops it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, same again. Oh, he'd probably try and blame me, say it was a bad club or something. <laughs> That's what he'd do. So you're saying your boyfriend gets is he's into golf now as well? Yeah. What do you do away from golf to chill? Because you're saying you don't get a huge amount of downtime. Obviously, the yeah. travel. Yeah. Golf is is pretty all all in like encompassing. Yeah. What do you know do what? I, I keep myself busy. I keep myself very busy. Um, nice dinners. I do like good food. Bit of good food is, you know, it can make any problem go away. But <sighs> Charlie's moved next to me. Charlie okay. Hull. Yeah. So we're neighbours. She's actually, do you know what? She's actually in my flat right now cleaning. Stop, really? Yeah. That's she's, a good friend. Yeah. That's yeah, a very good I, friend. Yeah, but I do the same for her. Do you know what I mean? Every, every day, do, do when, every, well, I don't know, get someone else to do it. <laughs> but every day when I'm away, she's got a new delivery. Okay, wow. So, which I have to, you know, put in her flat and do a bloody alarm, which gives me anxiety every time. Um, but it's good. We, I pop around her house most days. Yeah. So I keep myself busy. I've got loads of friends. It's, it's 100 mile an hour when I'm at home as well. 
it's fine. Do you know what I mean? You get used to 100 mile an hour because it's like that on tour. Yeah. It's actually, I actually rest a lot more on tour than I do at home, I think. Sure. Because at home, it's, you know, you've got, there's always things, things coming to up do. to do. Yeah, you sure. always think, oh, week off, lovely, put the feet up. It's never like that. Um, here, there, everywhere. And then obviously my coach is in Somerset. So, which is good. My boyfriend, Alfie, he always drives me down, bless him, or my dad. Because um, it's nothing worse than doing a two-hour drive, getting out and trying to do a lesson. Um, oh, look, a bird's come to join us. Hopefully that's a sign of plenty of birdies this week. Okay. Fingers crossed. I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. I'll take that. that random well. superstition, but okay. Yeah, I'll exactly. Oh, I do have really sweet loads of superstitions. Okay, well, now we're going to diverge into <laughs> no, that. No. Go on. Honestly, walking they? around London with the superstition of walking over three drains is really stressful because if it gets busy, oh my God, it's so stressful. And then if you see a two drain, you've got to run over to the two drain because they're good luck. And then if a cat, right. a black cat, you're driving there's these black cats near mum and dad's house why i hate going there because they always run out in front of me and that's bad luck if a black cat runs out in front of you isn't it apparently yeah oh i always think oh that's a miscut then next week (laughs) (laughs) jeez you wouldn't want to be superstitious (laughs) oh my god with golf it's the worst it is the worst but but yeah apart from that there's no other ones really so i so saw you had in the short game area Mm. you said you've been working on your short game your chipping I saw at one point occasionally you switch to left hand low. Mm. Is that just for just a drill, or no. have you been taking that out on the course? I've been as well? taking that on the course. Is yeah. that new? It is new. Yeah, it's a newbie. Um, I was really, sh- I was really turn, struggling. What, what is that? I was doing it as a drill, and then I chipped so much better. Like it, it's harder when you start getting longer. When you get to like thirty yard chips, is when I switch my hands over because if you start stretching, it's easy to thin it. Because it's not quite enough speed. Sure, um, yeah. But I was chipping really well doing it in practice. And I thought, screw it. Do you know what I mean? If I'm chipping well like this, as anything on the short chips, the strike you can get going cack-handed yeah. is unbelievable. I would honestly, if anyone struggles with their chipping, I couldn't suggest it. Like, well, I, I mean, I, you and Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick. I know. If it yeah. works for him, look. Do you know what I mean? If he's obviously doing something right. And he is extremely, he would work out everything, this and that. He does everything down to a T. I watched that documentary. I couldn't believe he writes down How every shot. He is, yeah. I didn't realise that. Would you I played like England that? squad with him and, and stuff like that, and I couldn't believe it. He does come across, obviously, works. You can see he works hard. Obviously, every professional golfer works hard. You wouldn't get her if you didn't. But I didn't realise quite how analytical he was. The level of it, yeah. Yeah. Would you be an analytical golfer or more I just don't based? think it suits me. I'm not one of them players that has all these mad positions pitching and things like that I'm, I'm good like I like eyeball in the flag and things like that. I have got rough positions but nothing too mechanical and robotic um I was gonna say how detailed is the, the it's got the more details have. this season but I've only got three different positions with pitching okay so I've got a position with my which look when I say my knees obviously it's not my knees but it's my own feel with it I've got mm. knees I've got hips I've got three well I've got three quarter and then I've got full um, but I've brought that in this season. Well, actually, in the seven-week gap, I kind of worked on that. My pitching's improved massively in the last couple of months, to be honest with you. Um, it used to be one of the weakest parts of my game. But it's actually one of the strengths now, which is good. That's basically what I've tried to do, is turn my turn my weaknesses into my strengths. And it's funny, because I was working so hard on my chip and my pitching, that then at the start of the season, my long game went completely off, <laughs> which is normally the thing that's pretty solid. Yeah. So. It's, it's your golf's funny that way, isn't oh, it? I know. Like a I know. You can literally chasing your tail yeah. all the time, but I mean, the best players in the world there are still working hard on it. Once you cracked it, you can come out the next day and realize you definitely haven't cracked it. Yeah. So, 
so you mentioned obviously Charlie Hall's a good friend of yours. Yeah. Neighbor now as well. Yeah. Um, you also spoke about the Solheim Cup coming up this year. Have mm. you spoke to Charlie about like, you know, she's also played in a few of them. What do you what do you need to do? Yeah, I haven't actually spoken to Charlie about it much because the way I performed at the start of the year, there was nothing to really say, you know. But um, I speak to Charlie a lot about my golf. Sure. A lot about my golf. You know, it's really funny because anything else she's messaging me what do I do here but anything to do with golf you know I go to her and she's extremely extremely knowledgeable sure. obviously yeah. being in the being the experiences and the situations that she's been in she knows a lot um and what's so nice is she understands yeah she understands anything that I say to her she'll understand especially coming from a girl um what do you mean by that well there's there's tiny different there is different pressures, you know, when you're talking about having boyfriends on tour while you're traveling on tour and family, you know, wanting to have your own family, talking about, you know, what would you think about your plans of this and that? It's different. I think women's professional golf is there is a lot of different pressures to guys. It's a very different timeline. Yeah, it like is. If you look, you're talking about how young a lot of the girls are on tour. Same thing on the LPGA. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's girls are tour. coming out of... I mean, they're coming out of the box at 18 and they're going and winning. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable, really. When you think it takes a lot to win a tournament mentally. Like, you have to be extremely mentally strong to do that. And when these girls are coming out at 18, it, it blows my mind. But I, uh, yeah, you say that, but some people don't think about it like that. Maybe they're young and, you know, they're just going and doing it. They've got such high confidence either from college or whatever that they're just coming out and they're not thinking anything of it because they're, playing on similar courses in lovely weather, similar greens, you know, and they're just just rolling over. But it was never that easy for me, unfortunately. So we've spoke about the Irish Open this year. Are there any couple of other events that you're particularly keeping looking an eye on to. or looking forward to? There's obviously there's majors qualifying for them or getting into those is obviously that is always obviously a, a big yeah. to if I could get in my one of my main things is getting into the British Open because it's at Walton Heath. Yeah. Which is twenty five minutes from my say, house. Not too far I from know the house. course. It would just it would be unbelievable to be able to stay at home and play a tournament. I think that would really, really relax me. And obviously being relaxed well, being more having something that's more relaxing at a major tournament as it's extremely stressful for everyone. Yeah. Even the people that have gone and won majors, you know, everyone's nervous standing on that too. Yeah. Um Majors are a different breed. Like it is, yeah. Completely different kind 100%, of hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, so yeah, that one, that's a big goal to make sure I get into the open basically. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you very much for having a chat. No worries at all. Good luck this week. Good luck this season. I feel like I'm having a a chat, you know. Well, we can continue. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want to go and get into my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks for having me. On the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. 